Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. Welcome to Kingdom Success Listeners, Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 267. Wow, hope you're enjoying these uh, short, um, short actual talks or whatever you want to call them that I'm giving you guys, but uh, I am excited to be able to talk to you guys briefly with under 15 minutes and uh, be able to deliver these to you a little bit more frequently than what I have because I got challenged uh, a little while back, actually, from uh, the Lord on um, you know, putting out more content and uh, giving you guys just some bite-sized things, and really not where that I've got to try to come up with some elaborate you know, message, that I just talk from my heart and talk about what I'm learning, what I'm observing, so that you guys can you know, uh, take the stories or take the examples that I give uh, from my own life or from another person's life and apply them to your own life and be able to have, you know, like I talked about a couple episodes ago, you know, those charging stations. Because again, you know, the more that you can keep your mind on the word and on the kingdom, the more success, the more, the more kingdom success you will have in the marketplace. You cannot just sit there and expect the word that you got from you know, your uh, pastor or preacher or priest, whatever it is that you got Sunday morning, if you do go to church on Sunday morning, which I hope you do, uh, but expect that to carry you all the way through the week. It's just, it just, it cannot happen. It never will happen. That's, I mean, because there are more things that will bombard your mind if you don't proactively try to keep your mind on things above. And I just know, like, I mean, I, I had a conversation with a gentleman, you know, he, he reads his Bible, you know, uh, pretty much, you know, frequently. But after that, that he, he that's, and it's a good first step. But I'm here to tell you guys that you need more than just reading your Bible every day. It's a great first step and it's a great way. But, you know, what, here, here's a question. What scripture are you meditating on, you know, in the word? What, what scripture are you, um, you know, looking at on a daily basis and trying to figure out, okay, how does this apply to my life? So I want to talk about this right here because, again, you know, as you guys dive into all these different things of trying to fill the Word up and meditate on the Word, this was something that I was in my quiet time you know, reading about uh, that really hit me hard, um, you know, quite honestly, a little bit ago. And I, I just have to share this with you because it's, it's such a, uh, a powerful, powerful uh, thing that I'd never seen before. So let's jump into the story right here that um, as I've been reading through the Word, this really did just kind of jump out at me when I read this whole entire 
passage of Scripture. And um, because you, you guys have heard me talk about this multiple times, about how you've got to hear from Holy Spirit. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with a gentleman just a couple nights ago uh, about, you know, just where he's at, and, you know, his first time sitting down with me and, you know, really kind of getting some one-on-one time with me. And so we were sitting down in my office and chatting, and, you know, he was going through this scenario about, you know, potentially this position that he is, you know, going to accept, and he's going to be, you know, having to take on this new position. He's going to have some responsibility for it. And I just, I just said, hey, man, let me ask you something. You know, did you check with the Holy Spirit about this decision? Or did you just kind of uh, accept the position just out of what you needed to accept it as? And he said, you know, Tyler, when I think through it, I didn't acknowledge the Holy Spirit at all. I didn't wait on to listen to his voice at all. And I said, well, I mean, I'm not sitting there saying that, you know, you're, you're making the wrong decision, but here you are, you know, you've got questions of whether or not you should be doing this. You've got questions about if you should even be a part of you know, this organization that you're a part of. And now here you are getting ready to make even a, a deeper commitment with this organization. And you haven't even checked with the Holy Spirit if you should take that position. And in my opinion, this is just my opinion with that, I said, my opinion is you need to push the pause button and go back and ask the Holy Spirit what to do and get some, you know, seek his face on what, what you should do about moving forward, if you should even, you know, go and get, uh, you know, do this at all. Because I, I tell you guys, it pays to listen to Holy Spirit. It pays emotionally. It pays spiritually. It pays physically. It pays financially. All those things, listening to Holy Spirit you checking with the Holy Spirit. That's I even told the gentleman. I said, "This is why, you know, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs is is you know three, five, and six is a very straightforward, very popular verse. But you actually have to apply it. You know, it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding, but in all your ways, all your ways." I remember exactly where I was at when my pastor. I was having lunch with him. He and his wife, after church one time, this is back when I lived in Columbia, South Carolina, you know, I just said, hey, Pastor, you know, what, how, what is it that I need to do to be able to you know, hear from Holy Spirit better and clearer? And he said, Tyler, it's really simple. Proverbs 5 and 6, you are to acknowledge the Lord, to acknowledge Holy Spirit in all. He literally leaned forward to me and said, all your ways. All means all, last time I checked. I mean, that means where you go to eat. I mean, you've got to get in the habit of even checking with the Holy Spirit about where you're going to go eat or, you know, maybe even what kind of clothes you're going to wear or, you know, uh, you know, how you're managing your money. You know, if you can get good at listening and acknowledging the Holy Spirit in the small things, guys, the big things will start to unfold. Like, should I take this job promotion or should I not take this job promotion? Should I... You know, change companies over here? Should I not change companies? Should I go call on this customer and, you know, submit this proposal to this customer or should I not? Those types of things 
Those are big rocks right there, but the little rocks you can do with Holy Spirit and acknowledge Him, and He's going to start to direct your path, because that's what Proverbs 5 and 6 says, that He will actually direct your path, make your path straight. And so here's an example that I was reading actually in Scripture as I was going through my quiet time, uh, meditated on the Word, and this is just, this, this still kind of, it, it kind of bothered me when I read this because I've, I've, I had esteemed this king for so many years. So many years. And he still was an amazing king. But I want you to listen to this right here. And I'm going I'm to give the background of it and set the stage. So, and I'm going to try to read this actually from the, the Message Bible because it does such a great job. But it's 2 Chronicles chapter 35. So King Josiah, King Josiah was actually prophesied that he would come in and be this marvelous king. I mean, this king that was above head and shoulders, above, I think the scripture even says he was above head and shoulders, even Solomon. I mean, as far as what he did to adhere towards what God wanted him to do. I mean, I think, I, I'm not, I can't find in scripture, but I know that he was head and shoulders above all the other kings, potentially even Solomon. That where that uh, and actually I'll, I'll see if I can find this. Um, following the instructions led by David, king of Israel, and Solomon's son. So anyway, I I just want you guys to know that this king, King Josiah, was a bodacious king. He got he got ushered into the throne, I believe, right around whenever he was at an early age, either six or eight years old, whenever he took the kingship, and then whenever in the eighteenth or 19th year of his reign, he actually had this huge reformation of coming back to God for his nation where that uh, they said that he, that, that they sell just in the one instance of how much he did, he celebrated the Passover so much so in the right time, in the right place, so much so that guess what? It, it, no one could remember all the way back until the days of Samuel, I think it's uh, or yeah, Samuel, when those days, and that's at least six hundred or four or five hundred years prior. So this king again was a right, a very righteous king, and he gave the priests details about instruction to encourage the people, and you know, bringing in worship, and uh, he donated personally thirty thousand sheep, lamb, and goats, and three thousand bulls. To sacrifice. I mean, he he brought in uh, the Levites and brought in you know the different priests for the temple to bring the temple back because actually the no one had read. Here's the kick, here's the kicker to all this. No one had actually read the actual um, Torah or the Word of God for like 40, 50, 60 years. They had found it buried or behind a wall or something like that where that they didn't have it. Anyway, I say all this to say this right here. He, he did all these amazing things. All these amazing things. Yet, and this is where it just kind of irked me. And I'm going to try to get past the irking and get to my main point right here. But Josiah, after Josiah's reformation of the temple, Nico, king of Egypt, was marching out towards I'm not this this land uh, on the Euphrates River 
on his way to war. And Josiah went out to fight him. So kind of here's what that here's what happened. This king, King this Pharaoh, uh, King Nico of of Egypt was going to go had to you know need to go through the uh, king uh, the uh, the land of Judah, all right, which was the southern kingdom. Need to go through that land in order to get to the place where he was actually going to go make war. Now watch this. Nico sent messengers to Josiah saying, What do we have against each other, O king of Israel, O king of Judah? I haven't come out to fight against you, but against the country with whom I am at war. God commanded me to hurry. Notice that. God commanded me to hurry. So don't get in my way. You'll only interfere with God. This is in the Message Bible, okay? This is in uh, 2 Chronicles uh, 35, okay? Watch this. God told me to hurry, hurry, and so don't get in the way. You'll only interfere with God. This is the king, King Nico, right? Who is on my side in this, and he'll destroy you. Ooh, all right. So you've got this heathen king being led of God to go out and do what he said. Now I want, I want you to watch this, verse twenty-two, verse two, and through twenty-three. This is what the message says. But Josiah was spoiling for a fight and wouldn't listen to the thing Nico said. In actuality, it was God who said it. Though the king of Josiah disguised himself and went uh, and they met in the plain of Megiddo, archers shot him anyway. And the king said to a servant, Get me out of here, I'm badly wounded. So here there's a couple places before all this that it said that actually Josiah, that a prophet, a prophetess, or am I saying that? A prophetess, a female prophet, <laughs> had declared that King Josiah would actually uh, die in peace. It says this. But that word did not come to pass because King Josiah did not listen to a king a heathen king that was actually being led of the Lord. Now, why am I saying all this? And I'm going to wrap up with this because I'm out of time. Guys, you've got to make sure you are listening to the Holy Spirit. And it could come from someone that's not even a believer. That God could speak through a believer. I mean, God used a donkey to speak to someone. Guys, You've got to be sensitive. Be open to Holy Spirit. Don't turn your don't don't be itching for a fight or itching just so that you can accomplish something. Make sure that you stay behind the cloud. Don't rush out. So, gang, I'm out of time. Know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The Spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.